Lecture topic. Gaining the friendship of angels. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. ഇന്നലീനോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹുസ്തോഹ
whether it's a lifetime of 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 90 years, 150 years, that if a person for 150 years, 500 years also, if he had to spend that 500 years fully immersed in ibadat and the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, and Allah Ta'ala then blesses him with eternal jannat. So there's no comparison. Just working for one month and earning 10 years doesn't just add up to anything. This is like somebody is being told, and this too doesn't do justice to it, that you work not for one day, you work for one minute, and you'll get paid what somebody gets paid for 100 years. Even that can't do justice to it. Because how can you compare something that is temporary, that is perishable, that is finite, with something that is infinite, something that is everlasting? There is no comparison. So saying work for one minute and you'll earn and get paid what somebody gets paid for 100 years, that too can't do any justice, not a fraction. If a person digests this, for this little bit of effort, little bit of sacrifice, and what kind of sacrifice? What is Allah Ta'ala asking us to do? The little effort Allah is asking us is really no effort. The effort is just give up the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. That's the summary of it all. Fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala, the commands and the few obligations Allah Ta'ala has given us, and refrain from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. And this is the only thing that is required of this insan, and for this little time that he spends in this manner, in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, and refraining from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, and for him is this everlasting Jannah, inshallah. So this is a very, very little, short time in dunya, but such a great opportunity this presents. So regarding those who grab this opportunity with both hands, Allah Ta'ala speaks about such people in the Quran Sharif. In the words Allah Ta'ala describes them as إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا That those who say رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ Our Rabb is Allah. Grammatically, the sequence should have been إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا اللَّهُ رَبُّنَا This is what the sequence apparently should have been. Allah Ta'ala says رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ now this is a grammatical discussion, the Mubtada and Khabar, etc. So now what should have been actually next in line, Allahu Rabbuna, that was brought first. This gives a specific meaning, a meaning of being confined to this. In other words, Rabbun Allah, our Rabb in reality is only Allah Ta'ala. Only Allah is our Rabb, no other Rabb we have. Whatever appears, a child is growing up, it seems like, okay, his parents are taking care of him. And then he grew up further, and now he realizes, okay, the others also involved in my life. Okay, maybe now everything is dependent on my employer, he is paying my salary. So now he forgets about the parents, they are now in the background, where the money seems to be coming from. This is my so-called rub. And then somebody else is doing something for him and help. Now that whole mind is... Allah Ta'ala is saying there is no rub. Rabb is only Allah Ta'ala. Rabbun Allah. That Rabb in reality is only Allah Ta'ala. Nobody else. And there are so many things that Allah Ta'ala has kept exclusive in His control where insan doesn't have any apparent 
issue in it at, at all. Many things Insan seems to be having some kind of uh, input in it in some way. He seems to be getting involved in some way. But there are many things Insan doesn't get involved, cannot get involved. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west and the sun, the light of the sun comes and lightens the whole world up. But when Insan got any bit of control in this or any involvement in this in any way, Allah Ta'ala kept that solely in his control to make this insan understand that look, if you think there is somebody else as Rab also, then who's controlling this? Wherever insan comes in the middle somewhere, you'll find that when insan comes in the middle, then there's some problems also. Say now there's a technical fault. Now this flight can't take off because of a technical fault. Insan got involved, there's a technical fault. But for years on end, centuries have gone and thousands of years have gone Millions of years have gone, but not one day did, was there any alarm and any announcement from Jibreel that today the sun will rise a little late, there's a technical fault. They're just greasing the something again, and something has just is not aligned, nothing. Allah shows that what, purely in my control, where you don't have involvement, I didn't let you get involved, then there's no technical fault too. When you get involved, your deficiency comes involved. Allah Ta'ala has kept many many things in such a way that the person who can be the worst atheist but if he just opens his eyes a little bit and just thinks with an open heart he will have no other choice but to acknowledge that this can only be the in the control of the Creator. Nobody else can control this. Only Allah Ta'ala controls it. Rain Allah alone brings from the heavens. Nobody can have any input in it. Any involvement in it. Any control in it. Only and only Allah Ta'ala descends that rain from the heavens. Allah Ta'ala causes that vegetation to grow from the earth. That farmer plants that seed, and now he's worried, what's going to happen? I hope the rain comes. After the rain comes, he's got no control over it. All he can do is plant that seed, and now just hope. And if he has iman, he'll make dua. Because he understands only Allah brings this. Out of this hard sand and ground, that soft little shoot will come out. Who makes this happen? Who brings it forth? Who then brings that crop out of that and brings that fruit and those vegetables and whatever other crops come? Allah alone does all this. Insan got no control whatsoever over it. So Allah is making us come to our realization, come to our senses, that recognize our Rabb. Don't give our heart to things around. And don't become fascinated with things around. Whatever na'mas Allah has blessed us with, Halal na'mas will use it, but don't become fascinated with it. The heart for Allah Ta'ala. The heart not for things. Things will be used by the hands, we'll enjoy those comforts and make shukar, but the heart for Allah alone. The aspiration of the heart must be Allah Ta'ala. The aspiration of the heart must not be dunya. Dunya is a need. Dunya is a need, Allah Ta'ala bless somebody with more, somebody with less, somebody with some extra comfort, somebody with some less comfort. But that's not something to keep aspiring for. And keep having more and more plans for dunya. How to keep building the empire, and how to keep expanding. Whatever needs we have, we make an effort for that, in a halal, in a, in a reasonable manner for halal risk. But the aspiration is to get close to Allah Ta'ala. To acquire the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. 
to become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. And the Ashikeen, they aspire for Jannah. Because in Jannah they'll see Allah Ta'ala. So the aspiration of the heart must be Allah Ta'ala. So nevertheless those who live their life in a way that Allah Ta'ala has commanded them. So Allah Ta'ala speaks about such people in the Quran Sharif. They have recognized their Rabb. That our Rabb is Allah alone. No other Rabb we have. We only have one Rabb. Our Rabb is Allah. He is our provider. He is our sustainer. He is our nourisher. He has given us life and He will take this life. Nobody has any control over this. The giver of life is Allah alone and the one who takes life is Allah alone. Many a times a person was so called in the mouth of death and he survived. And somebody was in all the means of survival and protection and his life went away. When Allah decides. Decree of Allah Ta'ala, it will happen accordingly. That's appointed time. So Allah alone, Rabbun Allah. So they declare this faith of theirs, this Iman. Allah alone is our Rabb. Then they don't just have some claim of lip service. But they live up to that claim. Summastaqamu. They didn't remain steadfast on that. This istiqamat, istiqamat, they remain firm in terms of their aqaid, their belief, their faith. They don't divert from that path, neither aqidatan and nor amalan. They don't waver from the path of deen, from the path of istiqamat, neither with their, in their beliefs, nor in their actions. They remain firm, steadfast. Istiqamad. Ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem. Sirat al-mustaqeem is a straight path. So istiqamat is the person who remains on the straight path. Doesn't waver. Left and right, sometimes here, sometimes there. Insan being insan, if he makes a mistake, then part of his istiqamat is that he immediately makes tawbah, begs Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. He immediately repents, sheds tears of remorse and regret and comes immediately on the state path again. He went little bit detoured, he doesn't remain on the detour. He realized, no, no, I shouldn't have done this. Then his istiqamat is in place. Thami Rahmatullah makes it so easy to understand that a person who is called, that a person, he's always in the state of wudu. Does it mean his wudu never breaks? Being insan, his wudu breaks. But because he's such a person, that as soon as his wudu breaks, he renews it. So regardless of the fact that he is also somebody who wudu breaks sometime, but he is titled as a person who remains all the time in wudu. So likewise taqwa, taqwa doesn't mean that the person will become masoom. Only the Anbiya alayhi wasalam are masoom. But the rest, besides the Anbiya alayhi wasalam, we are not masoom. So taqwa does not mean that the person will become masoom. But it means he will never persist on sin. He will remain very, very conscious of Allah Ta'ala and perchance if he slips somewhere, he will immediately make tawbah and he will immediately turn to Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ استقاموا. This istiqamat in fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala, istiqamat in refraining from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. 
Both these things carry on. This is part of istiqamat. Now when they will remain with istiqamat in this way, what will be the outcome of this? Allah Ta'ala says, تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ The malaika will descend upon them. When? One is at the time of death. Then in their cover. And the third occasion is on the day of Qiyamah. تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ The malaika will come and what will they do? أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا they will now come and console and comfort the person. Now a person is leaving dunya and at that time now it's such a crucial moment and shaitan tries to come and derail the person at that time. But the person who lived his life on istiqamat, at that time Allah Ta'ala's angels come to assist him. That is a time when insan also is helpless. Those around him too are helpless. They can do nothing for him. They see now one leg crossing with the other and they can see this person in the last moments and Anybody can make any dham here please somebody come and breathe and blow something And he's now certain now the time of parting has come Now the Feet are now crossing with one another in that helplessness. Ila rabbika yawma idhinil masaq. I am going to Allah Ta'ala. Nobody can come and do anything at that time. But insan is on this end. The malaika will accompany going beyond. And at that time the malaika come to comfort the person. Subhanallah. But now this is that opportunity to live with istiqamat. To gain at that time, at that crucial time. The special favor of Allah Ta'ala wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala allows these angels now come and comfort him. Allah Ta'khafu. Don't fear. Fear is normally of the unseen, unknown. Fear of the future. So now he's moving into a new realm. So they are comforting him. You have no reason to fear of what's coming. Because what's coming for you is something very good. So don't have any fear. You lived your life on the fear of Allah Ta'ala. Now is the time for you to have no fear. You lived with fear, with hope, all the time checking, double checking, asking, is this okay, is this fine, is this permissible, but now I can't rather just stay away from this, this environment is not good, I'd rather not go anywhere near this because this is going to become a problem for me. Going and associating with such company is not conducive for my istiqamat, so now I'd rather not take a chance, all the time worrying. Now this is, this is going to become a problem, I rather stay away from here, that's going to become a problem, I rather not go there. That's going to test my iman. I'm going to go to this place, all kind of fitna here, I don't know what will happen to my deen, what will happen to my iman, I rather stay away from it. Everybody is going, so what? Everybody is going, but I can't take a chance with my iman. So now that fear all the time, fearing that I shouldn't jeopardize my iman in any way. I shouldn't jeopardize the relationship with Allah Ta'ala in any way. My taluk with Allah Ta'ala must not get affected. It rather must increase. So now he lived his life on this fear all the time. Fear, fear of displeasing Allah Ta'ala. This fear. Fear of displeasing the beloved. When a person has truly understood love, then he understands the fear of displeasing the beloved. 
So now he lived his life on fear, meaning fear of not crossing the line. And as a result, he stayed within the limits. Now the malaika come and say, Allah takhafu. You got nothing to fear. And wala tahzanu. You got nothing to grieve over. Because a person grieves over something that he's leaving behind. Oh, I'm going to get left out of this and get left out of... You got nothing to grieve over. Like a person, he lost one cent. And in exchange he got a Kruger and... So now he's grieving over the one cent. So what are you grieving over? That one cent nowadays even the beggars don't want to see it. So is it something to grieve over? Person forget one cent. This dunya compared to akhirat is not even worth dust. So what is he going to grieve? When he will be shown already the glad tidings at the time of moth, what is coming for him? When the malaika of rahmat will come, his heart will be so engrossed in this, he will have no grief of what he is leaving behind. Allah takhafu wa la tahzanu wa abshiru bil jannati allati kuntum tu'adun and take the glad tiding of that jannat and that eternal paradise which you have been promised, which the Nabi of Allah wa ta'ala promised you that look you live your life on istiqamat live your life according to the commands of Allah ta'ala now the time has come for you to leave so now you already are seeing what you have been promised is it, you can already see the signs of it person is still not entirely gone from dunya but he's already stepped out one step he's in that state of sakarat he's now, life is ebbing away but already the veils of the unseen are opened out to him of the things that normally insan can't see in terms of akhirat, in terms of what good or what bad is coming so now he starts taking this basharat and this glad tiding then the angels further say to him, نَحْنُ أَوْلِيَاؤُكُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Be with your companions and your friends in dunya. Because you were living on istiqamat, we were with you. We were accompanying you. What do the angels do accompanying a person in dunya? These specific angels Allah Ta'ala is referring to, who come and give this glad tiding at the time of death. And they will even remind him, نَحْنُ أَوْلِيَاؤُكُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا We were with you, this whole time you were in dunya, we were on. What was that? What were they doing all that time? Mufassirin explained, because this person was committed to being on istiqamat. So because he was committed to being on istiqamat, these angels were all the time accompanying him. One thing they would constantly be doing, they would be inspiring righteousness in his heart. Do this. Time for salah now. Come, wake up. Move. Recite some Quran Sharif. Complete your zikr. Complete your tasbihat. Make some effort to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. Help somebody. Do this. Do this. Various righteousness. Acts of righteousness. And will keep inspiring him to save him from things that he is getting tempted towards. Now the shaitan's whispers are coming in his heart and mind. that Do this wrong and go to this place and do that. But because he is committed to being on istiqamat, and as mentioned, istiqamat doesn't mean he can never commit sin. Allah forbid he slips somewhere, he becomes so restless that nothing gives him any peace until he has shed tears of remorse and regret. He can't eat, he can't sleep, till he hasn't mended that relationship with Allah Ta'ala. He feels totally like a fish out of water until he has made sincere tawbah and his heart testifies that Allah Ta'ala's rahmat has come now.
So his istiqamat is still intact. His taqwa is still intact. So now the person who lived with istiqamat, so now he's committed to being on that path, so the angels keep inspiring him. Look, don't listen to that whisper of shaitan. Where you want to go? You want to go and do that? Do you realize what will be the outcome of it? Where you'll fall? How your respect will be gone in the dust? How your whole dunya and akhirat will crumble? That shaitani whisper, now the angel will inspire him that don't listen to that. And now he's beginning to start taking, paying attention to it, he'll be pulled in a different direction. This is one aspect that the angels do. And the other thing, that they keep comforting him and giving him courage in times of adversity. That because of his taluk with Allah Ta'ala and his commitment to be on, being on istiqamat, he attains with the barakat of that but Allah Ta'ala has made that arrangement and provision of the angels comforting him the strength of sabr the strength of remaining firm and steadfast in all conditions on the one side he's insan too he feels what other insan feels but he's still very firm and composed and he does not become overwhelmed with the barakat of this inspiration that Allah Ta'ala instructs these malaika to grant him we were your com- companions and we were your friends in the worldly life. They say to him, akhira. We didn't leave you there. Where are we going to abandon you here? We'll be alongside with you. The cover on the day of Qiyamah, the time when the Malaika are now going to come to question you, we'll support you. The time on the day of Qiyamah, we'll support you. Allah Ta'ala Arrangement this is. وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدْدَعُونَ Now that you're moving on, what's going to be in store for you? In Jannat, what is in store? وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ Whatever your heart desires, you'll get. Why? Because in dunya, you kept on suppressing your desires. The haram desires. Whatever haram desires came in dunya, not that a person should become perturbed and become very uh, overcome by the issue that why are these haram desires coming in his heart haram desires, million desires can come in his heart but if he did not give in to that and every time he suppressed it that itself will become the means of accelerating his position in the akhirat because every time that he is suppressing that desire he is getting closer to Allah Ta'ala getting closer to Allah Ta'ala at a faster rate than the whole night of tahajjud. That every time that he breaks his heart, when it is being tempted towards haram, and he does not give in to that, and he submits to Allah Ta'ala, that one opportunity, one occasion, of breaking his heart for Allah Ta'ala, takes him at a faster pace closer to Allah Ta'ala, than a whole night of tahajjud. So now he kept on living his life in this way, breaking his heart and suppressing all those haram desires. Now he's being told, Whatever you desire, now you'll get. Because you gave up the haram desires for Allah Ta'ala. Allah gives you whatever you desire. And for you is whatever you will ask for. Sometimes you will think of something, you'll get it. And sometimes you'll ask for it, you'll get it. There will be nothing that you will be deprived of. 
Nuzulam min ghafoor rahim This is going to be the entertainment from Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Nuzul, what a person is just given that when the guest comes and just upon his entry and just barely settling in, he's now quickly given something to comfort him, to make him feel comfortable. That what's still to come is beyond that. This is just the starters. Nuzulam min ghafoor rahim Allah Ta'ala has given this, Allah Ta'ala has ghafoor, most forgiving, most merciful. Mufassirin explain why specifically ghafoor rahim here. That whatever mistakes happen in dunya, Allah has forgiven it, you should not have any fear of this coming up anywhere. Sometimes the father now, the son was very disobedient, they said, okay, doesn't matter, forget about it, come away. Uh, son came away too, but he's still worried now, you don't know when this might just pop up again. Don't know when again something might just trigger the past. And again this might just be brought up. And I might be just reminded about what I did. So now he's happy also, but that happiness is, there's some mixture of some concern and worry also in it. I don't know when this thing might just pop up again. Allah Ta'ala is saying, you have no reason. Allah is forgiven. Allah Ta'ala forgives it completely. It never comes up again. Nuzulam min ghafoorir rahim. And then further Allah Ta'ala says, أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ that now you want to walk this path of istiqamat, then part of this prescription is that you must invite towards Allah Ta'ala. Whose word can be better than the one who invites towards Allah Ta'ala. And not just only inviting, and he does righteous actions. Both these things coupled. He's inviting and he's making an effort to Continue being on istiqamat. وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And he then also declares, I am just an ordinary simple Muslim. I am nobody. I am nothing. No achievement of mine. I am just an ordinary Muslim. وَإِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ I am also totally submitting myself to Allah alone. I am nobody. I have to submit to Allah Ta'ala. Then further Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا تَسْتَوِي الْحَسَنَةُ وَلَا السَّيِّئَةُ that evil and good are not equal. Evil and good are not equal. What evil and good are not equal? Good treatment and evil treatment, these are two worlds apart. And evil and good in its any form, evil is evil, good is good, how can they be equal? So therefore Allah Ta'ala now says, ahsan." So you return the evil treatment with good. Somebody has harmed you in some way, you do good to the person. Somebody has ill-treated you, you give him good treatment in return. Somebody has been abusive to you, you be good to him. And for Allah alone, for no other purpose, no ulterior motive, that this is what my Allah has given me in the Quran Sharif. And if that is the motivation, Allah Ta'ala is saying, if that is the motivation, then Allah Ta'ala is saying, فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ If you're doing this for Allah alone, no ulterior motive in it, then it can't carry on like this forever. Very soon you will see that the one between you and him, there's enmity, Allah will change that into such muhabbat like he was an old bosom friend. كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ then Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا الَّذِينَ الصَّبَرُوا وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا ذُو حَظٍ عَظِيمٍ 
that this is a very very high level thing what one is to return good for good that any insan understands he must do that but somebody has given ill treatment and in return he is ready to give good treatment somebody threw thorns at him he says I will always throw flowers at you this Allah Ta'ala says those people achieve this who have truly attained sabr and those who have a very great fortune they are able to do this Allah has something very great in store for them so person in other words what is being exhorted is if you want something which is very greatly in store for such people then this is a part to take it person wants that he has to become among the those who have a great something preserved for them a very great good fortune for them then further Allah Ta'ala says shaitan comes and tries and interferes in this then you seek Allah Ta'ala's protection whenever a person is going to take now this is a very great thing person hears about it that subhanallah this is for those who Allah Ta'ala is saying who have a great fortune awaiting them and Allah Ta'ala is blessed with a very great fortune Allah says it's great what can we imagine how great so now I need to try and also get this so shaitan will come in the way shaitan will come in the way of any intention of good that a person does sometimes very directly sometimes subtly sometimes in the form of some other good act shaitan will come and bring a person in some bring something good in front of him such a kind of good which will distract him from a greater good if this person now is not going to do something wrong then at least he doesn't do very great good get him involved in something of a smaller nature now so shaitan will come in subtle ways so Allah Ta'ala is saying if ever shaitan comes in the way to try and now interfere in this and distract you and say no no you must take revenge so don't get involved in this you seek Allah Ta'ala's protection say A'uzu Billahi Minash Shaitani Rajeem Allah Ta'ala will protect so these are the great lessons that we get from these ayat of the Quran Sharif that we have to make that effort to be on the path of istiqamat life is so short these are the lessons that we are going to have to take and we should be have, have taken already and we have to keep reminding ourselves the reminders all around us of how short this life is for what a temporary time we are here in dunya how quickly a person just suddenly is gone person is here and he's suddenly gone we have no idea about what tomorrow holds for us whether we are here or not we have no idea and this is the case we have to now start taking even more care and being even more concerned about bringing our life onto istiqamat and making the sacrifices that are required of us that little effort and moving in this direction that the Quran Sharif has outlined for us when the time comes suddenly Malakul Maut appears now all those thoughts start flashing through the mind but I should have done this and I should have done that and I should have made a little bit more ibadat and I should have not got involved in this and that and the other 
too late but now. Now it's all, time is gone now. Now that whole life is flashing in front of the eyes. Now while the opportunity is there to make toba, make istighfar, turn sincerely to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, mend the relationships, do what we have to do to try and get closer to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Keep doing that which will bring us closer to Allah ta'ala. Keep suppressing those haram desires. Build our iman, build our akhlaq, and in this way the dunya will get made for us too. And the main thing is we'll get the pleasure of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. وآخرة الجميد الله تنقي وسي توفيق وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله Allah <laughs> La ilaha illallah 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 
اللہ ولا تدع لنا ذمن الا غفرته ولا همن الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اله العالمين يا الله مسفول مسغريشس مسكايد مسلفيك الله اله العالمين يا الله فوجيفس يا الله الله فوجيفس يا الله الله فوجيفس يا الله Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, show your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties and hardships of the ummah, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the Muslims are suffering, remove their pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Remove all the difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the viruses and illnesses, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove it from the entire humanity, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, and grant afiyat to one and all ya allah grant afiyat in our deen ya allah grant afiyat in our dunya ya allah ilahul alamin we are too weak for test ya allah allah don't put us to trial and test ya allah allah without trial and test forgive us ya allah allah grant us afiyat ya allah grant us afiyat in our deen ya allah grant us afiyat in our dunya ya allah ilahul alamin allah you protect us and guide us ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah grant us istiqamah to deen ya allah grant us istiqamah ya allah grant us istiqamah ya allah الله العالمين نفس الشيطان بيكيس بوسل يا الله الله العالمين يو فولينج ان ذا تراس اون ذا تايم يا الله الله العالمين اونلي ويز يور بروتكشن كان بي بي سيفد يا الله الله يو بروتكت اس يا الله يو جايد اس يا الله يو سيف اس فروم اول ذيس فتناز ان فساد يا الله الله العالمين يا الله يو سيف اور فاميليز يا الله سيف ذا انتاي امه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله العالمين يا الله كرامت التوفيق اوف بيرفورمينج اور فايف تايم صلاه والجماعه يا الله كرامت الخشوع والخضوع والصلاه يا الله الله العالمين كرامت salawat which you are pleased with ya allah enable us to recite the quran sharif daily ya allah enable us to make your zikr daily ya allah enable us to turn to you daily in dua ya allah ilahul alamin bring our entire life onto onto the mubarak sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah save us from all the haram ya allah save us from this disobedience ya allah full of heart with your remembrance ya allah full of heart with your muhabbat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you guide us and protect us ya allah ilahul alamin all those who are sick give them complete shifa and afiyat ya allah allah grant each one complete and total cure ya allah those are in hospitals those are in homes ya allah wherever they may be ya allah grant each one complete kamil shifa ya allah ilahul alamin all those who have passed away ya allah make them complete maghfirat ya allah grant them the high stages in akhirat ya allah grant sabr jameel and himmat and karish to their families ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah our time is coming also ya allah we have no idea when malakul maut will be in front of us ya allah ilahul alamin when he will suddenly be taking our ruh away ya allah when suddenly we will have to be leaving this dunya ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah save us from a sudden death ya allah allah grant us tawfiq ya allah of tawbah and nasuh ya allah allah take us at the time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah take us on complete and perfect iman ya allah ilahul alamin grant us complete steadfastness on iman till the last breath ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah make our mouth easy for us ya allah اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اله العالمين grant us husn khatima ya allah ilah alamin ya allah make our qabrs gardens of jannah for us ya allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah give us jannah to fir those without any reckoning ya allah allah do take us to task on the day of qiyamah ya allah ya allah there is nothing we can answer for ya allah 
There's nothing you can account for, Ya Allah. You are totally dependent on your grace and mercy alone, Ya Allah. Allah, out of your fuzzle and karab and rahmat, Ya Allah. Allah, give us jannatul firdos without any rikna, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make dua for them, all those who have raised their hands to this dua. Allah, you fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's dire needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Protect each one in every, from every angle, Ya Allah. Allah, from every calamity and hardship, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who are dead, Ya Allah, make the death get paid out easily, Ya Allah. With afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, those who are without, Ya Allah. Jobs and without means of halal risk, Ya Allah. Allah, you open out the doors for them, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in the risk, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us a topic of doing all that which pleases you, Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sa'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله